Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm Bob Brill. He's Eric Kramer. Welcome to Kramer and Brill, a fantasy football podcast. For me, you get 50 years of knowledge playing fantasy sports. From Eric, you get the kind of insight you can only get from a guy who's been a top player on the NFL stage, a top-notch quarterback with Brayers, the Lions, and the Chargers. He's been there, lends his first-hand knowledge to the things you need to guide your fantasy team to victory. Well, we're here, the, the draft. We've spent uh, eight weeks going over the players in each division, and now we're ready to help you make your draft a great one. We're going to be here every Tuesday night and then some with a new product, a new podcast every Tuesday starting uh, this coming week. We'll preview each of the upcoming NFL contests. Each week we'll do that. Now you can find us on radio.com, the mobile app, Libsyn, and wherever you get your podcasts. The easiest way, though, perhaps, is just to go to our website, kramerandbrill.com. Go to kramerandbrill.com, and there's two ways you can get to the podcast from there. The podcasts are listed on the podcast page, or you can find them right on the homepage. It says, click here for the latest podcast. It'll take you to the website where the podcasts are. You can just look at them, pick out the ones you want, and especially the latest one. So check it out, kramerandbrill.com. You can reach us also, by the way, by going to the contact page. You can reach us by email. Uh, Let me introduce to you my friend colleague and co-host Eric Kramer. Eric, it has been a whirlwind eight weeks and now the draft. Are you ready? Absolutely, man. It's exciting. Let's get it going. All right. You know, I mean, the draft is, is such a, a, a fun thing because, I mean, I've known guys that once they do the draft, say, okay, let's go on. We're done. <laughs> we don't need to play a season. The draft's the most fun thing to do, you know, and then the trades and, and, and a lot of leagues allow um, or don't allow trades during the draft, you know, for draft picks. Uh, some do. And I've always kind of been curious about that because I think you should. You know, I think you should be able to trade draft picks, but uh, you know, a lot of these teams do snake drafts, which mm-hmm. um, most of the, I think most of the leagues who are one-year leagues, you know, they'll they'll start fresh every year. They'll do a snake draft where you go one through twelve, twelve through one, one through twelve, twelve through one, uh, which is, um, you know, if you get the very first pick, sometimes you want to trade it because you know you're not picking for another twenty-four. So if you get the first pick, and I've got it in one of my one of my leagues, what would you do? Would you trade it, or would you take your first guy? Mm, that's a good question. I think because <clears throat> you're not going to pick again. Let's say it's a twelve team league, you're not going to pick your second guy until twelve. Yeah, 24. right. Right. I mean, if trades were were a possibility, I think I would at least consider it because mm-hmm. um, you know, as as you know, you can't really guarantee what happened last year is going to happen in the future. That's true. Uh, I can't guarantee a guy's going to be healthy after week one or even at week one. So, um, yeah, I, I would consider it, especially in fantasy football because your top player is typically going to be, you know, someone like Patrick Mahomes or like, I don't know, Saquon Barkley or some Ezekiel Ellis, some great running back, guy who's going to score, you know, um, a lot of points in, you know, as, as we've talked about, you can't always guarantee that. And we're yeah. going to find that out in a minute. Yeah. You know, and, and the other thing about it is, you know, like I'm in a league where I have the first draft pick. And in the last three seasons, the very first draft pick, the very first guy selected overall went down with injury. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And I was talking to the guys. It's a high likelihood. You know, and it's like, okay, do, do I want, 
to take Saquon Barkley, because that's who I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking, at least at the moment, or do I want to trade that maybe for the fourth pick? And, um, you know, then I, which means I'd be getting, what, the uh, 20th pick as well, mm-hmm. fourth and 20 instead of one and 24. Uh, but it's, it's just so hard to give that first pick up. I mean, if like I knew I had, a, if I had the number one pick and I knew I had a guy like you that was going to take Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. if you had the first pick, I would trade you the first pick. Yeah? Yeah. And I'd have you give up a lot to get Saquon Barkley because yeah. I'd want Pack from home. Yeah, I'd anyway. probably give up a second and third, uh, you know, or something along that line if, if they want to go that route. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. I know my other league, which is a dynasty league, it's always rookies that are right off the top. And uh, uh, I'm not going to mention uh, who at the moment, but I will give you a little later in the podcast uh, a little bit of hint who maybe the top rookies uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at too. But let's get started. Let's jump right in. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to run down my uh, – we're going to go um, – um, first of all, we're going to go play, uh, position by position. We'll do the quarterbacks, running backs, on, so on and so forth. Take a little break, and then we'll come back, and we'll do the draft. We'll do a mock draft for you and uh, see where we're at, because we're going to differ on some things. And, but let's, we're going to go position by position to give you an idea of uh, where you, know, you, you kind of want to be in, in this whole thing. So my top 15 quarterbacks, and the top 10 are usually going to be pretty close. That 11 through 15 are always, uh, uh, to me, the... Um, the question marks and probably the most important because you not only need a backup but one of those guys could probably be your starter so i'm saying obviously off the top patrick mahomes i don't think there's a more of obvious pick the guy's going to toss at least 40 touchdowns deshaun watson i have ben roethlisberger aaron Rodgers, andrew luck drew Brees, matty ryan matt stafford kirk cousins tom brady rounds out the top 10 followed by mitch trubisky Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton, and Jared Goff. Those are my top 15, and I think, uh, you know, I, I, I know one of the question marks you're going to have for me, but uh, I know we're going to be the same at the top of the order, right? Patrick Mahomes, obvious pick. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, and, you know, I think Patrick is the best um, quarterback that's come into the league in uh, quite a while. And obviously his, uh, in my opinion, what he's got to improve upon a little bit is some decision-making, and the basis of it all starts with your feet. And if he can throw more um, on balance when he has the opportunity to do that then and make, you know, just good, quick decisions, get the ball coming out, be okay with taking the five-yard throw that might, if you take it in rhythm, might get you 15 yards after the catch. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about other picks? About what? My other, my, my, Your uh, my other order. picks? Yeah. You know, I, I would agree with you on Deshaun Watson. I disagree with anyone else. And I think Deshaun Watson, is the reason is because he's got uh, some great weapons around him. Mm-hmm. He uh, not only was a, a phenomenal quarterback in college, but he's made that transformation to the NFL where he's, what, thrown for over 4,000 yards yeah. last year. And a lot of touchdowns. A lot of touchdowns throwing and running. And he's, you know, Young, which means he's only going to get better. And yeah, and he came back from that injury pretty pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, he he really got in his rookie year had that, yeah. that injury. Yeah. And, uh, and he's and he's got a great cast led by DeAndre Hopkins and Wolf Fuller around him. Got you know great young talent everywhere on offense. So I don't see why he wouldn't be a great pick at number two as well. Mm-hmm. 
and Ben Roethlisberger at number three, you disagree with. I would shove him down a little ways. I don't. <laughs> no respect. The no, man's a machine, dude. He's, he's a, a machine. He might be. And no distractions this he year. He might have been a machine last year and several years before that. But now, think about this. That you can't win every week. He threw 675 times last year. Mm-hmm. No one else in the league was even close. Yeah, but they use it as a running game. I mean, a lot of those passes are just, you know, not even across the line of scrimmage. That's you want me to go on? You yeah, no, okay. no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's no way in heck that Ben Roethlisberger is going to come anywhere near uh, 675 throws again this year. He can't. I don't know. how old is, You would know. How old is Ben Roethlisberger? 37. 37. So there's no way this is going to happen again. Uh, for them to win, which last year they didn't, they're going to have to run the ball, control the ball, play better on defense, even if they scored. They can't score. They can't afford to score a touchdown in under two minutes. They've got to control the clock so that they're not getting in 45 to 44 wins or losses. Mm-hmm. So I think his numbers are going to come down. He's going to hand the ball off. James Conner might be a little bit better bet than Ben Roethlisberger. I have I James Conner up, up higher than I did last year too. So if we want to continue down the the quarterback yeah. chart, there, you know, I think again. You've got some guys that traditionally have had solid numbers, but in my opinion, the first, uh, let's see, uh, probably six of them, um, well, four of them after, three of them after Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Andrew Luck, Drew Brees, I think all have big question marks. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Rodgers is still a great, you know, athletic and arm talent. He's got um, a new coach that no one's sure yet if these two can or will be on the same page. I think they will eventually. Andrew Luck's got a little whatever calf or ankle issue that who knows if he's going to even play right. in the preseason. Right. Uh, Drew Brees, again, his, uh, you know, if you're going to pick who's the best quarterback in the last four weeks of the season, Drew Brees is going to be up there. But in the first part of the season, I don't think the numbers are going to be up there because uh, not to compete with the top two, three, four in the league. I think he's got – they win a lot, and it's a great combination with he and Peyton, and they've got some great weapons. But they also, you know, they're not going to sacrifice, um, uh, you know, interceptions or, or getting more hits on Drew Brees, who's also getting, what is he, 39? Something like that, yeah. yeah. he's a year older than um, Philip Rivers. Yeah, so yeah. as great as his numbers were last year, they're trending downward, which mm-hmm. I think is going to, again, for the first half of the season, it's going to continue that way. I don't know. I still, I, I still think um, we're going to see some volume out of him, and which is why I raised him up even despite the age and, and despite the, the fact that uh, more emphasis has been put on Alvin Kamara. And uh, I, I really do think we're going to see some volume there. That's why I moved him up there. Uh, same with Aaron Rodgers. I think uh, Rodgers uh, has some solid receivers, solid running game, and I think that helps uh, him out quite a bit. But when we get into uh, Ryan, the two Matts, uh, Ryan, Stafford, Cousins, and Brady, uh, you're, where are you at on that? I think you have Matt Ryan a little too low. Yeah. I think he was, what, he threw for nearly 5,000 yards mm-hmm. last year. T- think about it. He had a horrendous offensive line. He does have Julio Jones, Sanu, and uh, Calvin Ridley. Um, their running game is a bit of a question mark at this point, but with all of the things working against him, he still had a phenomenal year. So I think his numbers are going to improve over what they were last year. And Stafford? Stafford, I don't. I th- I've got him quite a bit further down, but I think numbers-wise, he's typically a good fantasy football quarterback, but I, you know, I don't know. I don't think they did an awful lot around him to help him out 
honestly. Now, when you turn to uh, Kirk Cousins, I mean, the guy threw 30 touchdowns, only 10 interceptions. Didn't, they didn't have the, the super year, but he's got some great wideouts, and, and he's got a great tight end. You know, I, I think, you know, that, that's why. And when you say great tight end, who do you mean? Uh, Kyle Rudolph. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would think it's, he's got Irv Smith, who they just drafted out of mm-hmm. Alabama. That's, to me, the receiving threat at tight yeah. end for them. So you're right. They do have a couple of exceptional wideouts, and they do have Dalvin Cook, who I think adds a lot to their, you know, what they do receiving and running. If he can stay healthy, I think they've bolstered their offensive line through the draft. And, um, you know, I, I think Kirk Cousins is going to have an, another excellent year. And what about Tom Brady? Tom Brady is more likely to win the Super Bowl than he is <laughs> to be a good fantasy quarterback. Like I said earlier, the 11 through 15 are, to me, the super important guys because all those other guys are going to get taken. We know mm-hmm. that. But Mitch Trubisky, Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton, Jared Goff. Now, I believe you have Jared Goff way higher than I do. Well, yeah, you have him at the bottom mm-hmm. of the fifth, at number 15. So he's, uh, you know, guys coming off a Super Bowl appearance. But is he for real? Great season last year. You can't have a better play caller unless his name's Andy Reid mm-hmm. than Sean McVay. He's got more weapons than any team I can think of offensively around him, a great offensive line. They've lost a couple of those guys up front, but they've replaced them. So I think, you know, they've got – a defense that is solid but not spectacular, especially in the secondary. So he's going to continue. They're going to score a lot of points. They're going to give up a lot of points, which means they're going to score more points. Now, I know you like Mitch Trubisky, uh, and I, the reason I have him in my top 15 is uh, I think the Bears' defense gives him more opportunities. He had David Montgomery to the mix, plus his 400 yards rushing from last year. I mean, whether he'll, he does that again this year is a question mark, of course. But I think with the Bears' defense, he's going to get more opportunities, which means more volume. To me... Okay, fair enough. But to me, when I look at Trubisky, um, I think that he's going to be the most improved quarterback in the NFL this year. And probably maybe one of the top five most improved players in the NFL this year. And as you said, he's got the best defense in the league behind him. He's got great weapons around him. A lot of them uh, were they got they had a few injuries last year uh alan robinson and uh anthony miller among them trey burton too um and uh, and you mentioned uh so jordan howard is gone and making the way for david mm-hmm. montgomery right. and mike Ev- uh, is it evans mike uh davis from the pickle right. from seattle and they've still got uh Tariq cohen so I, again, his thing is just getting comfortable in the offense and making good decisions, being accurate with throws. There's games he was phenomenally accurate. There's games he wasn't. I think if he improves that consistency, which no doubt he will, I think, then you know, you're going to have another great year out of him. Uh, I have Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield, and Cam Newton in that uh, second uh, or the, the third five. Uh, where do you put those guys? Well, I, I agree with you on Russell Wilson and Cam Newton. Baker Mayfield, is I don't see it yet. Um, he did have a great rookie year, part of it, and um, they do have high expectations. They've added a bunch of talent around him. I'm Bob Brill. He's Eric Kramer. Welcome to Kramer and Brill, a fantasy football podcast. For me, you get 50 years of knowledge playing fantasy sports. From Eric, you get the kind of insight you can only get from a guy who's been a top player on the NFL stage, a top-notch quarterback with Brayers, the Lions, and the Chargers. He's been there, lends his first-hand knowledge to the things you need to guide your fantasy team to victory. Well, we're here, the, the draft. We've spent uh, eight weeks going over the players in each division, and now we're ready to help you make your draft a great one. 
We're going to be here every Tuesday night and then some with a new product, a new podcast every Tuesday starting uh, this coming week. We will preview each of the upcoming NFL contests. Each week we'll do that. Now you can find us on radio.com, the mobile app, Libsyn, and wherever you get your podcasts. The easiest way, though, perhaps, is just to go to our website, kramerandbrill.com. Go to kramerandbrill.com, and there's two ways you can get to the podcast from there. Podcasts are listed on the podcast page, or you can find them right on the home page. It says, click here for the latest podcast. It'll take you to the website where the podcasts are. You can just look at them, pick out the ones you want, and especially the latest one. So check it out, kramerandbrill.com. You can reach us also, by the way, by going to the contact page. You can reach us by email. Uh, let me introduce to you my friend, colleague, and co-host, Eric Kramer. Eric, it has been a whirlwind eight weeks, and now the draft. Are you ready? Absolutely, man. It's exciting. Let's get it going. All right. You know, I mean, the draft is, is such a, a, a fun thing because, I mean, I've known guys that once they do the draft, say, okay, let's go on. We're done. <laughs> we don't need to play a season. The draft's the most fun thing to do, you know, and then the trades. And, and, and a lot of leagues allow um, or don't allow trades during the draft, you know, for draft picks. Uh, some do. And I've always kind of been curious about that because I think you should. You know, I think you should be able to trade draft picks. But, uh, you know, a lot of these teams do snake drafts, which mm-hmm. um, most of the – I think most of the leagues who are one-year leagues, you know, they'll, they'll start fresh every year. They'll do a snake draft where you go 1 through 12, 12 through 1, 1 through 12, 12 through 1, uh, which is, um, you know, if you get the very first pick, sometimes you want to trade it because, you know, you're not picking for another 24. So if you get the first pick, and I've got it in one of my one of my leagues, what would you do? Would you trade it, or would you take your first guy? Mm, that's a good question. I think because <clears throat> you're not going to pick again. Let's say it's a twelve team league, you're not going to pick your second guy until twelve. Yeah, 24. right. Right. I mean, if trades were were a possibility, I think I would at least consider it because mm-hmm. um, you know, as as you know, you can't really guarantee what happened last year is going to happen in the future. That's true. Uh, you can't guarantee a guy's going to be healthy after week one or even at week one. So, um, yeah, I, I would consider it, especially in fantasy football because your top player is typically going to be, you know, someone like Patrick Mahomes or like, I don't know, Saquon Barkley or some Ezekiel Ellis, some great running back. Guy's going to score, you know, um, a lot of points in, you know, as, as we've talked about, you can't always guarantee that. And we're yeah. going to find that out in a minute. Yeah. You know, and, and the other thing about it is, you know, like I'm in a league where I have the first draft pick. And in the last three seasons, the very first draft pick, the very first guy selected overall went down with injury. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And I was talking to the guys. It's a high likelihood. You know, and it's like, okay, do, do I want, to take Saquon Barkley because that's who I, I'm, I'm taking at least at the moment or do I want to trade that maybe for the fourth pick and um, you know then I which means I'd be getting what the uh, 20th pick as well mm-hmm. fourth and 20 instead of one and 24 uh, but it's, it's just so hard to give that first pick up I mean if like I knew I had a, if I had the number one pick and I knew I had a guy like you that was going to take Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. if you had the first pick I would trade you the first pick yeah yeah and I'd have you give up a lot to get Saquon Barkley because yeah. I'd want Pack from home. Yeah, I'd anyway. probably give up a second and third, uh, you know, or something along that line if, if they want to go that route. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. I know my other league, which is a dynasty league, it's always rookies that are right off the top, and uh, uh, I'm not going to mention uh, who at the moment, but I will give you a little later in the podcast uh, a little bit of hint who maybe the top rookies uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking at too. But let's get started. Let's jump right in. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to run down my. Uh, we're going to go. Um, 
Um, first of all, we're going to go play, uh, position by position. We'll do the quarterbacks, running backs, on, so on and so forth. Take a little break, and then we'll come back, and we'll do the draft. We'll do a mock draft for you and uh, see where we're at, because we're going to differ on some things. And, but let's, we're going to go position by position to give you an idea of uh, where you, know, you, you kind of want to be in, in this whole thing. So my top 15 quarterbacks, and the top 10 are usually going to be pretty close. That 11 through 15 are always, uh, uh, to me, the... Um, the question marks and probably the most important because you not only need a backup but one of those guys could probably be your starter so i'm saying obviously off the top patrick mahomes i don't think there's a more of obvious pick the guy's going to toss at least 40 touchdowns deshaun watson i have ben roethlisberger aaron Rodgers, andrew luck drew Brees, matty ryan matt stafford kirk cousins tom brady rounds out the top 10 followed by mitch trubisky Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton, and Jared Goff. Those are my top 15, and I think, uh, you know, I, I, I know one of the question marks you're going to have for me, but uh, I know we're going to be the same at the top of the order, right? Patrick Mahomes, obvious pick. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, and, you know, I think Patrick is the best um, quarterback that's come into the league in uh, quite a while. And obviously his, uh, in my opinion, what he's got to improve upon a little bit is some decision making and the basis of it all starts with your feet and if he can throw more um, on balance when he has the opportunity to do that then and make you know just good quick decisions get the ball coming out be okay with taking the five yard throw that might if you take it in rhythm might get you 15 yards after the catch mm -hmm. so what do you think about other picks about what? My other, my, my, Your uh, my other order. picks? Yeah. You know, I, I would agree with you on Deshaun Watson. I disagree with anyone else. And I think Deshaun Watson is, the reason is because he's got uh, some great weapons around him. Mm -hmm. He uh, not only was a, a phenomenal quarterback in college, but he's made that transformation to the NFL where he's, what, thrown for over 4,000 yards yeah. last year. And a lot of touchdowns. A lot of touchdowns throwing and running. And he's, you know, Young, which means he's only going to get better. And yeah, and he came back from that injury pretty pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he really got in his rookie year had that, yeah. that injury. Yeah. And, uh, and he's and he's got a great cast led by DeAndre Hopkins and Wolf Fuller around him. Got you know great young talent everywhere on offense. So I don't see why he wouldn't be a great pick at number two as well. Mm -hmm. And Ben Roethlisberger at number three, you disagree with. I would shove him down a little ways. I don't. <laughs> no respect. The no, man's a machine, dude. He's, he's a, a machine. He might be. And no distractions. He year. might have been a machine last year and several years before that. But now, think about this. That you can't win every week. He threw 675 times last year. Mm -hmm. No one else in the league was even close. Yeah, but they use it as a running game. I mean, a lot of those passes are just, you know, not even across the line of scrimmage. That's you want me to go on? You yeah, no, okay. no, go ahead. <laughs> so, there's no way in heck that Ben Roethlisberger is going to come anywhere near uh, 675 throws again this year. He can't. I don't know. How old is, you would know. How old is Ben Roethlisberger? 37. 37. So there's no way this is going to happen again. Uh, for them to win, which last year they didn't, they're going to have to run the ball, control the ball, play better on defense, even if they scored. They can't score. They can't afford to score a touchdown in under two minutes. They've got to control the clock so that they're not getting in 45 to 44 wins or losses. Mm -hmm. 
So I think his numbers are going to come down. He's going to hand the ball off. James Conner might be a little bit better bet than Ben Roethlisberger. I have I James Conner up, up higher than I did last year, too. So if we want to continue down the, the quarterback yeah. chart there, you know, I think, again, you've got some guys that traditionally have had solid numbers. But in my opinion, the first, uh, let's see, uh, probably six of them, um, well, four of them after, three of them after Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Andrew Luck, Drew Brees, I think all have big question marks. Mm -hmm. um, Aaron Rodgers is still a great, you know, uh, athletic and arm talent. He's got um, a new coach that w no one's sure yet if these two can or will be on the same page. I think they will eventually. Andrew Luck's got a little whatever calf or ankle issue that who knows if he's going to even play right. in the preseason. Right. Uh, Drew Brees, again, his, uh, you know, if you're going to pick who's the best quarterback in the last four weeks of the season, Drew Brees is going to be up there. But in the first part of the season, I don't think the numbers are going to be up there because uh, not to compete with the top two, three, four in the league. I think he's got – they win a lot, and it's a great combination with he and Peyton, and they've got some great weapons. But they also – you know, they're not going to sacrifice, um, uh, you know, interceptions or, or getting more hits on Drew Brees, who's also getting – what is he, 39? Something like they're that, not yeah. Gonna, yeah, he's a year older than um, – Philip Rivers. Yeah. So yeah. as great as his numbers were last year, they're trending downward, which mm -hmm. I think is going to, again, for the first half of the season, it's going to continue that way. I don't know. I still, I, I still think um, we're going to see some volume out of him, and which is why I raised him up even despite the age and, and despite the, the fact that uh, more emphasis has been put on Alvin Kamara. And uh, I, I really do think we're going to see some volume there. That's why I moved him up there. Uh, same with Aaron Rodgers. I think uh, Rodgers uh, has some solid receivers, solid running game, and I think that helps uh, him out quite a bit. But when we get into uh, Ryan, the two mats, uh, Ryan Stafford, Cousins, and Brady, uh, you're, where are you at on that? I think you have Matt Ryan a little too low. Yeah. I think he was, what, he threw for nearly 5,000 yards mm -hmm. last year. T think about it. He had a horrendous offensive line. He does have Julio Jones, Sanu, and uh, Calvin Ridley. Um, their running game is a bit of a question mark at this point, but with all of the things working against him, he still had a phenomenal year. So I think his numbers are going to improve over what they were last year. And Stafford? Stafford, I don't. I, I've got him quite a bit further down, but I think numbers-wise, he's typically a good fantasy football quarterback, but I, you know, I don't know. I don't think they did an awful lot around him to help him out, honestly. Now, when you turn to uh, Kirk Cousins, I mean, the guy threw 30 touchdowns, only 10 interceptions. Didn't, they didn't have the, the super year, but he's got some great wideouts, and, and he's got a great tight end. You know, I, I think, you know, that, that's why And when you say great tight end, who do you mean? Uh, I call Rudolph. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would think it's, he's got Irv Smith, who they just drafted out of mm -hmm. Alabama. That's, to me, the receiving threat at yeah. tight end for them. So you're right. They do have a couple of exceptional wideouts, and they do have Dalvin Cook, who I think adds a lot to their, you know, what they do receiving and running. If he can stay healthy, I think they've bolstered their offensive line through the draft. And, um, you know, I, I think Kirk Cousins is going to have an, another excellent year. And what about Tom Brady? Tom Brady is – more likely to win the Super Bowl than he is to be a good fantasy quarterback. <laughs> like I said earlier, the 11 through 15 are, to me, the super important guys because all those other guys are going to get taken. We know mm -hmm. that. But Mitch Trubisky, Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton, Jared Goff. Now, I believe you have Jared Goff way higher than I do. Well, yeah, you have him at the bottom mm -hmm. of the 15, uh, at number 15. So he's, uh, 
you know, guys coming off a Super Bowl appearance. But is he for real? Great season last year. You can't have a better play caller unless his name's Andy Reid mm-hmm. than Sean McVay. He's got more weapons than any team I can think of offensively around him, a great offensive line. They've lost a couple of those guys up front, but they've replaced them. So I think, you know, they've got a defense that is solid but not spectacular, especially in the secondary. So he's going to continue. They're going to score a lot of points. They're going to give up a lot of points, which means they're going to score more points. I know you like Mitch Trubisky, and I, the reason I have him in my top 15 is uh, I think the Bears' defense gives him more opportunities. He had David Montgomery to the mix, plus his 400 yards rushing from last year. I mean, whether he'll, he does that again this year is a question mark, of course. But I think with the Bears' defense, he's going to get more opportunities, which means more volume. To me, okay, fair enough. But to me, when I look at Trubisky, um, I think that he's going to be the most improved quarterback in the NFL this year. And probably maybe one of the top five most improved players in the NFL this year. And as you said, he's got the best defense in the league behind him. He's got great weapons around him. A lot of them uh, were, they got, they had a few injuries last year. Uh, Allen Robinson and uh, Anthony Miller among them. Trey Burton too. Um, And uh, and you mentioned, uh, so Jordan Howard is gone and making the way for David mm-hmm. Montgomery right. and Mike Ev- uh, is it Evans, Mike uh, Davis from the pickup right. from Seattle. And they've still got uh, Tariq Cohen. So, I, again, his thing is just getting comfortable in the offense and making good decisions, being accurate with throws. There's games he was phenomenally accurate. There's games he wasn't. I think if he improves that consistency, which no doubt he will, I think, then you know, you're going to have another great year out of him. Uh, I have Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield, and Cam Newton in that uh, second uh, – uh, the, the third five. Uh, where do you put those guys? Well, I, I agree with you on Russell Wilson and Cam Newton. Baker Mayfield is – I don't see it yet. Um, he did have a great rookie year, part of it, and um, they do have high expectations. They've added a bunch of talent around him. But Freddie Kitchens is a first-year head coach now, and, you know, I – they do have some things going in their favor. They're everyone's favorite, you know, kind of Cinderella story mm-hmm. this year coming into the season. So I just don't think Baker Mayfield yet has proven to me that he's got um, great fantasy football numbers coming his way, at least maybe not this year. Now, your quarterbacks that, uh, let's say, aren't in my top 15 or the guys mm-hmm. that we haven't talked about. So who, who do you uh, who I do don't you like? see Carson Wentz in your top 15 uh, so I for didn't, some reason. You know, I, you know, I, I just – Is I, that just the other Pennsylvania team no, you don't like? No, or? no, no. <laughs> no, I, I think with Wentz, and I like Wentz. Matter of fact, I, tra- I gave up a lot to get him as a backup quarterback for one of my teams, uh, and I still have him. I just there, – there's an injury factor there I'm just not comfortable with. You know, I just, I, I just don't see it. Uh, I think he's going to be out a few games, and I, I just don't trust him. Every quarterback typically is going to be out a few games mm-hmm. uh, at, at one time or other in a season. Fair enough. I guess assessment, I think you're mistaken with that. I also didn't see Lamar Jackson anywhere in your top 15. Right. I, I just don't feel comfortable that he's a top 15 guy yet. Yeah, well, yeah. I agree. But I think in – well, I, I don't agree. And that's why I put him in mind at number 10 – I think you put him at number ten, really? I did. Well, that's yeah. a, that's a that's a. I think that's a stretch. But go ahead. Well, I mean, I, you're not. We're not going to agree on much. Here. <laughs> um, we agreed on the first two, and that's yeah. about it. But I think he's got. If you project out the numbers he had last year, he's, 
you know, well over 2,000, maybe 2,500 yards passing, well over 1,000 yards rushing. He's going to, you know, he'll probably crack that 25 touchdown barrier, mm -hmm. both rushing and, and passing. So, yeah, I think they've built this team for him to be successful. He went 6-1 and one as a sub last year, or as a starter last year when he replaced Flacco. And there was no reason to think he's not going to keep going in a positive direction. I, I think one thing about him is that, you know, their defense is going to be good. And I think he's going to get more opportunities. And you think I, their defense is going to be good? I think. Why is I, that? I, I always think that Baltimore. I, I don't think you can ever count Baltimore's defense out. They've added some parts. and I, They've I just, lost their three biggest playmakers. I, I know that. But at the same on, time. All on defense. <laughs> I, I, I understand. I just never can see them not being a good defense. Uh, matter of fact, just because they have a B on their helmet? Or? No, no. It's just, you know, it's the culture there. I think it's okay. the culture there more than anything else. And I just think uh, they are going to end up being one of the, I don't think they're going to be the top five. I just think they're going to be maybe top 12, you know, 15, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, defenses. And you're going to be surprised at one of my other defenses, too, that I'm picking. Not to, and when we get to that, I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. But um, any more comments on the quarterbacks before we move on to the running backs? No. All I right. think we're good so far. All right. Running backs, I think there's probably a big consensus of Shaquan, uh, Saquon Barkley. I always want to throw an H in his name. Uh, obvious overall number one pick. Ezekiel Elliott, uh, league's leading rusher, uh, solid if the contract gets settled. Alvin Kamara, Le'Veon Bell from one to four only because he sat out the year and there's some question marks, the new team. Christian McCaffrey at number five, James Conner at number six. I put Joe Mixon at number seven. Uh, Todd Gurley, I dropped all the way to eighth because I'm just not sure of his health. Uh, number nine, Melvin Gordon, I dropped him down there. Again, contract situation. Uh, David Johnson. David Montgomery, I've got up there pretty high. Uh, so I think he's going to have a really, really good solid rookie year. Could be rookie of the year. Josh Jacobs, another rookie. Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, and Philip Lindsay, a dark horse crack in the top 15 because Flacco's always had good running back opportunities. And that's why I, I think that Philip Lindsay, who's probably not in anybody else's top 15, I think uh, he's, he's, he's got a shot to be a stud this year. So give me, give me the crap that you're going to give me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with you on Saquon Barkley. I think it's his, that's uh, it? <laughs> his, you know, his talent, his strength, his speed, his elusiveness, his play, his playmaking ability in both as a running back and a receiver are as good as you can get. He scores touchdowns. He breaks off long runs, short runs. He's, he's the complete back right now in the NFL. Um, I put Todd Gurley at number two because I think I don't have any questions about his health. If there were any, there, there, would, have been, uh, there would have been a lot more chatter about it right now. Yeah, it was at the end of the last season. I, that, that's where all the chatter came, and there was a lot of controversy there. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, sometimes uh, you think that... Uh, there was no surgeries. No, there was no, and that, that's nothing even scary of any because kind. they didn't find anything that needed to be corrected surgery-wise, and, you know, if it was an arthroscopic or something like that. So uh, that, that scares me a little bit. In really every does. way. I'm skeptical about He was about the most management. dominant, versatile running back in the NFL last year. Being a longtime reporter, Throw I'm always skeptical. Throw out Ezekiel Elliott's <laughs> leading touchdown, yards, mm -hmm. whatever. The guy, what do you, how many touchdowns did he have? Who, Elliott? Yeah. Or, or Gurley? No, Elliott. Elliott. Um, like six. Okay. So Gurley had 24. So, if fantasy football, touchdowns mm, matter. They do. They so, do. In, in a heartbeat, I'm taking Todd Gurley. He's got the best play caller, or one of the best, the, one of the best offenses around him. And fantasy football is about the first 
three quarters of the season anyway. Right. So that's Todd Gurley. No, I, 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 I uh, if, if he's, he's on this year, I think you're well ahead of the game. I just don't see it. So. You, well, okay. I, I even put your Le'Veon Bell up at number three because he he's got a year off, did not get banged around last year. If there's anybody coming into the season with something to prove to the world that him sitting out was justified mm-hmm. for that contract, now he, got, he gets the contract and he goes to a, an excellent young offensive team with an offensive-minded head coach. So I think Le'Veon Bell is going to surprise, or if not surprise, have an excellent fantasy football season. Joe Mixon, go ahead. uh, No, you move him ahead of Alvin Kamara. I had Kamara at number three and Bell at four. Yeah, well, I think um, potentially Alvin Kamara could be up there, no doubt. Uh, He could could lead this whole thing, Mm -hmm. for all I know. But I think Le'Veon Bell is a good pick there. Joe Mixon, I have a feeling that Zach Taylor – coming from that Rams experience last year as a quarterback coach, is going to have a similar type of effect that Sean McVay has had on Todd Gurley in that Joe Mixon has got all the, all the upside of Todd Gurley. He just needs someone to call an offense, and they do have offensive weapons around him. It's going to fall on Andy Dalton if he can get the passing game um, and, you know, the defense scared of the passing game enough where they're not playing eight guys in the box trying to shut down the run. The other thing I don't like about Mixon is I'm not sure if he's a three-down back because they've got Giovanni Bernard who, who's, who's back this year. And, uh, I, you know, they like him on third down. And that's the only reason I'm – but otherwise, I, I think the guy's a stud. I think he can score touchdowns. Yeah. I think he's, you know, he's a workhorse, I, I, I too. agree with you. But Giovanni Bernard was hurt last year, and mm-hmm. that's why he didn't play more. Right. So the the – the three-down back issue to me is Joe Mixon's to lose, mm-hmm. and G. Barney Bernard's got to, you know, prove to a new coaching staff that he's the guy somehow. Yeah. Which I think Joe Mixon has proved more he's the guy. Uh, you know, and I I got Kamara in the top five, and um, Christian McCaffrey I think is going to be just as explosive as he's always been. 107 catches, you know, the guy's a, another guy who's just. Coming out of college was just a stud. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, he was uh, a first-round pick all the way, you know, I think last year. And yeah. he proved it. Yeah. He proved it. Go and ahead. you got, uh, you know, I think David Montgomery is going to be phenomenal this year. Everything I've heard uh, coming out of Chicago um, is that he is everything that uh, Jordan Howard wasn't mm-hmm. these last few years. And not that Jordan Howard is a bad back uh, a bad running back. I think he's got a lot to – he's going to want to prove in Philadelphia – but I think uh, David uh, Montgomery is more of a complete back. And I think they've got, you know, more weapons in Chicago to take some pressure off of him. Yeah, well. I think he could be the first uh, um, rookie um, taken off the board this year. I really do. Yeah. I know if I get a chance to pick him. You mentioned him as he having a chance to win the rookie of the year, yeah. which I played with Rashawn Salam mm-hmm. in 1995, who was the rookie of the right. year. And, um, yeah, I, and Rashawn was not the receiving back that David Montgomery is. Right. So, yeah, there's potential there. And I think um, as you go a little further down, Josh Jacobs, I think, is going to have a great opportunity to solidify what he can do. He's, there's not a lot of tread on the tires there. From, yeah. He did not get a, a ton of carries and work at Alabama, even though he showed fra- flashes of explosiveness. And I think he's got a great uh, offensive line call in place for him and John Gruden. And Ezekiel Elliott, I pushed all the way down to number nine, uh, in part because of his contract, right. in part because um, – 
you know, I've heard reports that, okay, this contract's going to get done before the first game. Some believe it, some don't. And uh, I think that he doesn't, he gets a lot of yards, he gets a lot of carries and touches in the receiving game, but uh, does not score a lot of touchdowns, which is where most fantasy leagues right. value running backs. Yeah, when we get to the draft, you see, I dropped him way down too uh, because of the contract. I had him as number two rusher only because if the contract settled. Uh, David Johnson's kind of an enigma, and you got Melvin Gordon with the same problem with the, the contract at the moment, uh, if that gets settled. Yeah, I think David Johnson, to me, is more of less uh, an issue contractually. I think he's under contract, as I remember. Right, okay, right. So, but I think I'm not sold on Cliff Kingsbury coming in and having a huge positive effect on Arizona either as a team or offensively. That's going to be a big surprise if he is, because I'm the same way. I, I'm right in line with you, and I think a lot of people are. It's just, uh, who, you know, what does he bring to the table that, you know, former NFL quarterback, yeah, but he, not very much, you know, and I, I coming out of college, he's got this reputation, but, I, you know, I, I just don't see it. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I think the Cardinals are a mess. They really do. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Kyler Murray... If we're just talking 2019, I think Kyler Murray is going to struggle to the point where defenses are not going to be afraid much of him as a passer and therefore going to load up the box and be able to stop him and David, uh, David Johnson. And what about the rest of you guys? We got, I had Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Philip Lindsay, um, and uh, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. So about well, I mean, Melvin when, once you get this far down, you know, it's, a, it's sort of a, you know, a, a buffet of, you know, just pick – a guy. Right. Uh, but I think Melvin Gordon contractually, obviously, that's got to get settled. But I think, you know, talent-wise and what he delivers in terms of production to the Chargers, at least last year, he's going to be a top pick. Um, and as we keep going down, if we're talking my guys, I got Chris Carson, who he didn't have. Mm-hmm. But at Seattle was showed, you know, explosiveness in the running game and uh, very difficult to tackle. Doesn't bring much in the passing game. Right which is, you know, mostly fantasy football. That's where it lies. Yeah, you want those but guys. he could be a fata- – I have him down a little bit lower out of the top ten primarily because of that. So, um, anyway, that's – as we go a little further, I got, you know, Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook in there. I think I rounded out with Matt Breida, who I think – I think he might have been injured part of last year in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But they – you know, now they've got Garoppolo back. If he stays healthy, they got a great offensive mind and play caller Kyle Shanahan. Obviously, George Kittle's great in the passing game. I think there, the potential there is for the San Francisco offense and the running game to open up a little bit. No, I like Brito. I, I have. As a matter of fact, I picked him up late last year. I, I just don't see him being top 15 or even top 20. I'm surprised you have him up that high. But, uh, hey, you're the guy that's been on the field, not me. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about the wide receivers next. But first, you know, if you like westerns, I think you might uh, enjoy my western novel series. You may know I'm an author as well. Lancer, Hero of the West. And there are five books in the series so far, and there will be ten, uh, with the latest, The New Orleans Affair, only out a few months. Now, you can order through uh, your favorite bookstore, my website, bobbrillbooks.com, or you can find me on Amazon. Just put in my name, Bob Brill, in the Amazon search engine, and all of my books will come up, uh, either Kindle or paperback, Lancer. Hero of the West is about the adventures of a good guy gunslinger based in the Tombstone area in the 1880s. So if you like Westerns, I believe you'll enjoy this series. All my other books are there as well, including my sports memoir, uh, Tales of My Baseball Youth, A Child of the 60s. BobBrillBooks.com or on Amazon. You can pick it up uh, also from your local bookstore. Just order it from them. Getting back to fantasy football, we are talking wide receivers. Uh, I'm 
you know, moving DeAndre Hopkins. You, you sold me earlier in the year when we were talking. Uh, I am moving DeAndre Hopkins well up to number one, <laughs> and he was in my top three originally, but I'm going to place him at number one uh, with a settled and, and improved quarterback situation. I think he's going to dominate. Uh, Julio Jones uh, at number two. Odell Beckham Jr., uh, the big question with Odell, can he team with Baker Mayfield? That's the only question there. Juju Smith-Schuster, number four. Devontae Adams, fifth. Adam Thielen, number six. Tyreek Hill, number seven. Amari Cooper, number eight. Uh, Michael Thomas at number nine. Number 10, Robert Woods, followed by Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, the rookie, Keneal Harry. Uh, Calvin Ridley, it was second year. Mike Evans, Emmanuel Sanders. And I'm throwing in a, a wild card here, and that's James Washington. And the reason I mentioned James Washington. is because he plays for the Steelers. Well, I, you, as you know, I'm more in tune to the Steelers <laughs> than anybody. But the thing about him is I've watched the preseason. I've watched the last couple of years of development. He had two great preseasons in a row. Last year he didn't come out so well in the regular season. But I think he's going to be the guy to replace Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh. And I think that speaks volumes. And if he does become the guy and he catches 60, maybe 70 passes, averages 13, 14 yards a catch, I think we're talking uh, possible um, wide receiver one, definitely a wide receiver two. And that's why I threw him in there. All I know is that you've ignored a lot of other teams, number one, namely Allen Robinson from mm -hmm. the Bears, who's, I think, size-wise, speed-wise, explosiveness-wise, uh, he only has season cut short. He's going to have one of the best quarterbacks this year, I believe, in Mitchell Trubisky throwing to him. Matt Nagy's calling plays. I think that's – I would put Allen Robinson definitely in the top five. I'd probably kick Odell Beckham out. Really? Oh, yeah. Because I, I – not that he's not a great talent, but I just – you don't I, see Baker Mayfield, him hooking up? I, uh, well, eventually, yeah. I do see that they're going to hook up, yeah. But I just think that uh, I don't think Odell Beckham um, is going to – because he's going to split up catches with a lot of guys. Mm -hmm. you know, Landry, uh, Jarvis Landry, as well as uh, Joku, the tight end. Uh, and was it Nick Chubbs, the, the running back? So, yeah, I think they're going to um, – you know, I see room for other receivers in there, let me put it that way. Mm -hmm. And what about But that? I like your DeAndre uh, Hopkins pick. I would put Devontae Adams up uh, probably right behind Julio Jones. Mm -hmm. uh, Andre, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones are right there. I think Devontae Adams could out, outdo both of them. Um, and, you know, I think the rest of your top, what, five or six there are pretty good. Juju, Adam Thielen. Allen Robinson belongs in that top five okay. for sure. Alan, Adam Thielen, hmm. Um, you know, I, I have top 15 probably, and, um, you know, I think Tyreek Hill is a good pick at number seven. Uh, Amari Cooper could be even a little bit higher. Michael Thomas, all solid picks. Robert Woods, I think, is, you know, a solid guy, but, you know, not going to be explosive like, uh, you know, I think some other guys have a chance to be in. Akil Harry, hard to say what's going to go on there yet. He hasn't really done anything just yet. Um, but hey, it's if you you know Tom Brady can do a lot with the guy that's what he's six four, yeah, twenty five, something yeah, like that. So. Huge after the catch, too. Mm -hmm. One of those guys. Yeah. I, I just think I think he's going to get some opportunities. But as you mentioned last week, um, you could have a great great week with Bill Belichick, and also the next week you're not even playing. Yeah, right. You know, right. and so I think uh, anytime you pick anybody in New England uh, outside of Tom Brady, uh, you're you got some question marks. But uh, I I think he's one of those guys that could just uh, 
just take off this year. And, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, and he, he, they've held him back pretty much in, in the preseason, so, which, which is a good sign for fantasy, yeah. I think. I think another guy that could really explode this year is Calvin Ridley. He had 10 touchdowns yeah, last year. Uh, more than Muhammad Sanu or Julio Jones. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think, you know, he could have – he might even top 12, 13, 14 touchdowns this year. Yeah, I like Ridley. And as a matter of fact, uh, he was the – I had him as the number one rookie uh, wide receiver last year. And he came through, uh, you know, as, as a, good, uh, a good player, a good solid pick. Uh, but I think this year he could be ready to explode. You know, Mike Evans I think is going to be solid. I don't think – I don't really believe Jameis Winston is going to magically, you know, come under the tutelage of uh, Bruce Arians and uh, and have an. I just don't like the situation down there. No, I, I, I think. But I think Mike Evans is an extreme talent, and certainly their best receiver. So yeah, I think he, I, I think he's going to have a good year. And do you like Emmanuel Sanders? I certainly do. Always have. I yeah. think he's all, he's always there. You know, I mean, I think he had one year where he's injured, but he's sort of like one of those guys gets no respect. Came up with Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh. He's been solid everywhere he's played. You can't talk enough about Pittsburgh. I can't. Guys, no, can I can't. No, I never will. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who are some of the guys that I don't have that you haven't mentioned that you've got in your top 15? I think Jarvis Landry mm -hmm. is going to be is going to have a good year this year. And uh, if Josh Gordon comes back and – He's been reinstated, but who knows when? Yeah, know. exactly. But he's he and obviously he and, and Brady formed a connection last year, and I think that'll continue. Um, and uh, you know, he's just got to get on the field and stay on the field this, yeah. this time yeah. around. And who knows? Uh, that that that's one of those situations that just boggles the mind. It's like Steve Howell. You know, with the Dodgers, right, right. they just you just never know what's going to happen there. Speaking of tight ends, we're going to move right there. Um, Travis Kelsey, I think uh, I don't think there's any better. I uh, got uh, Zach Ertz at number two, George Kittle at number three, Evan Ingram at number four. I like Eric Ebron. I think he came on after he fled Detroit and found a solid home with Andrew Luck in Indy at number five. Vance McDonald at number six. I, less drops under Tomlin, you know, more yardage and catches. Um, the rookie TJ Hawkinson I have at number seven. Hunter Henry at number eight. Delaney Walker, I think, returns at number nine. Austin Hooper at ten. Then that all-important 11 through 15, I have Jared Cook, Kyle Rudolph, David Njoku, Trey Burton and Jordan Reed, and uh, I, I know we're probably pretty close on the top three, right? With yeah, Kelsey I think Burns that's pretty Kittle. much everybody's top three. Yeah. Um, and you know, I th again, I think Irv Smith with Minnesota, he's going to have you know a lot of weapons, not only um, around him, but he's got a good quarterback throwing to him mm -hmm. in Kirk Cousins. Um, and I think you're. Right on with Jared Cook. I think his numbers are going to go up even more than they were last year in Oakland, uh, playing now with Drew Brees. And um, you know, I think uh, you know, I think your pick there with Eric Ebron, uh, you know, and providing Andrew Lux healthy, then I think that's going to be a great combination as well. What about Vance McDonald? You know, there, there's. Uh, I know you. What you're going to say is a Pittsburgh guy. That's why I'm asking. But you know, the thing about Vance. I mean, you ever have any questions about any other players no, or from no, other no, teams no, in this no. league? No. You know, there's 32 of them. On. 31 yeah. other ones. You know. <laughs> you know, you have to. The best video in the NFL last year was 
the one I was probably seeing more than any other video was him stiff arming and running for a touchdown. Yeah. You know, and that, that I think that brought Vance McDonald out to everybody. Because I was never a Vance McDonald fan. I'll be real honest with you. I was a Jesse James fan. And um, Vance McDonald proved to me last year that I think he's a top 10 uh, tight end. I really do. I think he's a good receiver. He's, he's an okay blocker, but I think but, he's mainly a receiving guy. Yeah, and for you, he's a top six tight end. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I, I, I have no problem with that. I think, you know, he plays with uh, an athleticism, and, and obviously he plays a little bit – he plays tough, you know, mm -hmm. and which is what you got to have in Pittsburgh. And, yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't have another uh, solid year. You know, I uh, think about Hunter Henry, too. With uh, I mean, you know, Philip Rivers, Hunter Henry, I think it's a good combination. And I think um, – I know I didn't put Philip Rivers in my top 15 quarterbacks, and I don't think you did either. Uh, although people were saying he's going to have a great year, you know. So I mm -hmm. think he's a big question mark. And I think that uh, um, I have Hunter Henry up that high based on the fact that if Philip Rivers does have a good year. Yeah, Philip Rivers is a phenomenal quarterback, and there's no reason that he shouldn't have a great year. And Hunter Henry's proven he can, uh, you know, win matchups and be in the right place at the right time. And if you do that, Philip Rivers will find you. Mm -hmm. And they they get the ball enough, they score enough points. I think Hunter Henry uh, will be a nice compliment to that offense. Now, I think, uh, you know, Trey Burton talked about your Chicago guys. Uh, I think, you know, 56 catches last year. I think he's just going to get more looks this year. You would agree with there? Why in the heck did he not play in that Eagles game? <laughs> I still haven't figured that out. So, I, you know, I think, um, you know, he's got something to prove this year. So, hopefully, uh, you know, again, with the maturation, I think, of Mitchell Trubisky, all the people around him, including Trey Burton, are going to have better year this Would year. Would you move him up higher than 14? Mm, you know, I th yeah, I guess uh, I, I, I might. I don't know. I, I just – I think that – uh, the tight end position there in, in Chicago is a big question mark. They've got uh, Adam Shaheen, who they drafted high mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, who has been uh, just, you know, health-wise, not able to get on the field much. And when he has been able to get on the field, he's dropped passes. He just hasn't been productive. Trey Burton, I think, has got to prove still that he's worth the contract they paid him to come over from Philadelphia. Yeah. I want to move over to the kickers in – you're not going to hear me mention anything about Pittsburgh when it comes to kickers. <laughs> Nor Chicago. <laughs> Actually, uh, my number five is any, who, whoever's yeah, cooking in right. Chicago. You might mention yeah. it. Well, the reason I say that, we'll, we'll start at the top. Harrison Butker, um, Kansas City. Greg Zerline with the Rams. Justin Tucker in Baltimore. Stephen Goskowski in New England. And we're only doing five kickers. And, and I put Chicago's kicker, whoever it is. And I'll tell you why. Because with this defense and this offense, I think they're just going to get plenty of opportunities for whoever the kicker is. I just think they're, they're going to get the ball back more. They're going to mm -hmm. get more takeaways. And I really believe that they're, whoever is kicking there, you know, is just going to get more volume opportunities. And I think for kickers, that's more important than anything. Well, the way – from what I saw going back there this last June, mm -hmm. watching their first minicamp practice, all three kickers missed all three field goals from 40 yards. <laughs> And the first guy clanked one off the right upright. <laughs> so I disagree with you there. I don't think – I think there's so much pressure on whoever that kicker is mm -hmm. that um, I think it's going to be a potential nightmare for him. And will he get opportunities? Yeah, but that doesn't always mean you're going to come through. Yeah. And they could have a revolving door this year of kickers because I'll tell you, Matt Nagy has had it. Uh, he, the guy that clanked one off the upright was cut the next day. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, they're down to one now. So, and camp just 
you know, I don't even know if they're done yet with camp, but they're not, they're not even, the season hasn't begun yet. Well, there's still another, what, we have a preseason game. Yeah, two more preseason yeah, games. so they got some more opportunities and chance to bring somebody else in, you know, because there's going to be some kickers who are getting cut. Well, you know, I, next couple the of way days. kickers uh, work out, you know, you know, I've got a few friends that have been kickers in the NFL or tried to be, and there's, you know, open door tryouts nearly every week on teams. Yeah. Especially well, when the kicker situation is not good. What was it Alex Harris used to say? The kicker runs in and says, I'm going to kick a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think of the, uh, the other four that I've got listed there? I mean, uh, tell me who the guys I, you, you like off the I top. I don't know. I mean, I just kickers are, you know. A different breed? Well, I just mean <laughs> in terms of fantasy football, there's not a big difference between the top 10 kickers and the next 10 kickers mm-hmm. in terms of who's going to be scoring points for you. Right. So, Which is uh, the reason we only picked five. So, yeah. I mean, I, as I'm looking at it, um, I see you don't have Fairburn on there. And Robbie Gould, I think, is – I like Robbie Gould. He was on the cusp good. for me. Yeah, I think he's going to be good for the yeah. 49ers this year. It's a great thing. They signed him back, an unfortunate thing that the Bears let him not mm-hmm. – or let him go and not sign him back. But, um, you know, that's – that's what, you know, general managers get paid to do. And the, I think the Bears have a great one in Ryan Pace, and somehow it just didn't work out with yeah. Robbie Gould. But, um, yeah, I think I think the five you got there are pretty good. And you're going to really slap me Other down. Other than the you. Chicago Bears, whoever the <laughs> kicker that guy is. Pick. <laughs> you know, when it comes to defenses, you're really going to slap me around. I know you are. Um, well, there's we're only gonna, one on here I see you've got that matters. Yeah, well, that's, that's Chicago. Top, and, right? you know, and Chicago's far and away – beyond that anybody else. I mean, Chicago could be scoring 12 to 15 points a game on defense. If they, they average 10, that would be great if you, you know, because um, most, most people relate uh, defenses to the kind of points you're going to get from a tight end. Yeah. Uh, a good tight end and a good defense are going to get you 12 to 15 points. Occasionally, you're going to get you know, a, a The team. Bears' defense might actually score 10 points a game. Well, yeah, I know. That, that is going to put them up around Real the 20 points. point rights. That's going to put them right, right around the 20 points in fantasy uh, because, you know, you get the defensive touchdowns and things like that and the takeaways, which matter the most. Sacks also matter. So, um, obviously, number one, I have – you're going to laugh, I know. Pittsburgh at number two, Jacksonville at number three. I'm going to laugh internally. Baltimore at number four and Minnesota at number five. And I'm going to tell I you I don't why. agree with you with the Baltimore pick at all. I know you don't. Or Pittsburgh or Minnesota. Uh, well, that's three of the five. Yeah. Jacksonville, <laughs> I would put one move up higher maybe. It's up to number two. I think that uh, Detroit is going to surprise a lot of people. The last, what, six, seven games of the season last year – they played outstanding. They added up. They had um, was it uh, Harrison Snacks Harrison up front. They've got some talented players now defensively, and uh, what's the head coach's name came over from New England, Matt Patricia. Mm-hmm. I think they're finally defensively uh, getting things figured out over there. Well, I'll tell you why, and I'm I'm going to stand by this for Pittsburgh, and I'll tell you why because. First of all, as you're you know, a traditional, no, because no, I, I don't no, care it has who nothing I talk to, to with it. that loves the Steelers. I, they could be one in fifteen last year, and they're going to Super Bowl next year. No, well, that's the that's the goal. <laughs> we take nothing less. But that's I'll everybody's tell you, goal. I, I'll, 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 yeah, but in Pittsburgh, it's 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 a religion. Okay. Yeah, right. um, the reason I've got Pittsburgh up number two, and I definitely improved, but the hardcore reason is they went out for the first time in a long time and signed some high quality defensive backs, cornerbacks, which has always been the problem the last. 
10 years has been the cornerback situation. They went out and got Joe Hayden uh, two years ago. He's been solid. He's made a difference. They went out and picked up uh, a couple of guys, one of the guys from Kansas City who came on strong, who is a solid player. And the emphasis this preseason has been takeaways, 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 because that's where they've lacked. Because, you know, even under um, uh, the old defensive coach, um, help me out LeBeau. here. LeBeau. LeBeau, Dick LeBeau. Um, they couldn't take the ball away. There was a lot of pressure, but they couldn't take the ball away. But now they've got the pressure and they've got the guys who are ball hawks. And I think with the addition of Delvin Bush, who they really lost a lot when Ryan Shazier went down. And he is the new Ryan Shazier, according to Ryan Shazier. So I think, and he's been a stud in the preseason. So I think with all of that going, you're going to see a Pittsburgh defense that doesn't give up many points and creates opportunities with takeaways. That's where we are. <laughs> okay. End of the season. Your, do you, you have don't look your at this. season tickets bought? Yet no, I, I well, I have I have Ram season tickets for not this year, but the next year. All right, so. good. Back. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I great. I hope Pittsburgh has a great defense this year. I'm. One of the teams I don't I see you have on here I don't think is going to have a defense. And that's Baltimore. Is Baltimore because mm-hmm. they lost the three best players they had on their defense. And um, so I don't know how they get better by losing players. Um, and Minnesota, mm, I don't see it from them really either. They, uh, you know, I, I don't see them having a ton defensively to shut people down. I think they're going to be winning games because offensively, They'll be more consistent, and really, it comes down offensively for them is can Kirk Cousins not make big mistakes and turn the in ball big over. moments? Yeah. yeah. Well, who else do you have up there? Give me another three. Well, let's see here. I would say I think the Chiefs are going to be vastly improved. Whether that gets them into being a top five defense, probably not. But uh, because they play so well offensively. And uh, now that uh, Steve Spagnuolo is our new defensive coordinator, I think they're going to be ahead enough in games where they're going to apply pressure, get takeaways, which is what fantasy football right. defense is all about. And I think that, takeaways could, and sacks. that could be an improvement. They're going to have a big boost, I think, from Frank Clark coming over from the Seahawks. And, um, you know, they have an aggressive attacking style defense. And I, I think they're going to, you know, score a lot of fantasy points this year, possibly. For fantasy football owners. All right. We're going to go over the uh, the draft order for uh, the first 30 picks coming up in just a minute. But let me tell you, if you like sports, and if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you do like sports, I think you might enjoy my baseball memoir, Tales of My Baseball Youth, The Child of the 60s. Uh, you can order through your favorite bookstore, my website, which is bobbrillbooks.com, or you can find me on Amazon. Just put in my name in the Amazon search engine, and all my books will come up, either Kindle or paperback. Tales of My Baseball Youth, The Child of the 60s, that's a relationship book, which just happens to center around baseball. Uh, whether you played the sport or another sport, which most of you did, uh, most of us did, you will very likely relate to this book. All my other books are there as well, including my Western novel series, Lancer Hero of the West, and my homegrown terrorist novel, Al Cobble, as well as my baseball golf instructional book, Beating the Slump. Uh, BobRealBooks.com or on Amazon. Well, we come down to the day, the big day for most NFL fantasy uh, leagues is the weekend of the 24th and the weekend of the 29th. Uh, a lot of guys are holding out for the 29th and the 30 or the 30th, yeah, 30, 
29th, 30th and 31st, excuse me, the weekend of the 29th will be the 30th and 31st because the season starts the following Thursday. And so what we're going to do now is we're going to go over uh, our top 30 draft picks in order. We'll list them off, uh, and we're obviously going to differ on uh, some things. Um, and when I mentioned the quarterbacks early, mainly for me, that is because if you're drafting in a quarterback-heavy league. Now, the rules for different leagues are quite different uh, from league to league, uh, but we'll jump right in. Uh, I'm if I'm uh, picking the top 30, my first guy is uh, Saquon Barkley, the, the running back of the Jets. You? No. No? <laughs> there you go. We're right off the top. <laughs> I would let you have say, I, I would let you trade for Saquon Barkley. I'd mm -hmm. take Patrick Mahomes. I think he's going to be closer, if not over 50 touchdowns again this year. He'll be closer to 50 if he doesn't hit 50 than he will be to 40. He's the only quarterback that I would put really in the top nine picks, and I'll tell you why, because the 50 touchdowns last year. Uh, my very first fantasy league that I ever played in, I got the number one pick, and my thing was quarterbacks. I've always been heavy on quarterbacks, and I drafted Peyton Manning number one. I won the league that year, mainly due to the fact that he threw 50 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. You remember that year that he threw 50? And so if, yeah, I mean, so if there is a guy that's a quarterback for me, be the number one pick, it would be Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if he's going to throw 50. I, I'm, I'm thinking more like 40 this year because uh, he's got a little bit of cast difference around him this year. No more Lamar Hunt and, and so on and Kareem. so forth. Uh, Kareem Hunt, excuse me. Lamar is still there. Yes, <laughs> Lamar Hunt. <laughs> yeah, the owner. Um, yeah, so no Kareem Hunt. And, um, uh, and I just think it's there's going to be more pressure on him this year and also, I think, uh, more um, efforts to stop him over the last year. But I, I don't disagree. I think Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes has the one. mindset of bring it on. I do, too. Have more stuff yeah. to stop uh -huh. because you're not going to. Guy's throwing no-look passes, left-handed passes. Yeah. You know, he, he can beat any defense. That's And that's in his first year starting. Yeah. So, and I don't see him slowing down a bit. And, okay, Everybody thought Tyreek Hill was going to be on suspension. He's not. They lose, what, Kareem Hunt, but they still got Travis Kelsey. They're loaded. They got the best, you know, Andy Reid's one of the best play callers in the game. They all get to be around each other one more year. The progression, I think, is going to go nice for Mahomes being number one overall pick, at least for me. Number three, I've got Ezekiel Elliott, but again, that's up to the contract. You know, if the, uh, you know, that's always going to be a question mark there. I mean, I would think he'd be number three with DeAndre Hopkins number four. Okay, I would have Todd Gurley at number two. Okay, and I think I'm. I believe Todd Gurley is healthy again. Um, there's been you really, have Gurley over Saquon Barkley. I do. Wow. I do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's he. The guy's a touchdown machine, mm -hmm. and was last year. Has been in the past. Is I hope be you're right. I, I really do. I like seeing him come back. I, I just don't. You know, I'm I'm not as trustworthy trusting as you are on this particular one. So. Well, I, I, if there was a health issue, I know everyone's been talking about, is there one? Mm -hmm. No one has said there is one. Mm -hmm. So I think he's going to be, you know, I think he'll be back to just roughly what he was last year. And as I told you before, the, the first three quarters of the season is where fantasy football is won a lot. Right. And that's, that's that guy's time Next of year. Playoffs usually start in week 13. So, um, DeAndre Hopkins at number four, you have a disagreement with that? Uh, well, I... I've actually got uh, Devontae Adams at number four. Really? I do. 
Yep. Wow, I've got him at number 14. Okay, well, wow. I wish Ooh. we were playing against each other this year. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. He's, he's the best <laughs> option for one of the best quarterbacks of all time in Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And that's a new uh, offense led by Matt LaFleur, the new head coach. And they're going to want – the one thing Matt LaFleur was not brought in to do was slow down Aaron Rodgers. Right. So it's going to be wide open again, if not more than it's been in the last few years. And Devontae Adams is going to be the recipient of that. Okay, so who, uh, I've got um, – where do you have DeAndre Hopkins? I don't have him down there just yet, but if, he okay. wouldn't be far behind Devontae Adams. Uh, okay. Uh, I've got uh, Alvin Kamara at number five. Yeah, I did, that's a solid pick there. I don't see any issue with Alvin Kamara. I think he's – you know, he, along with Gurley and Saquon Barkley, are three of the top running backs, in my opinion, fantasy-wise, in the league. I got Julio Jones at number six. It's a drop usually for him. He's usually yeah. in the top four. Exactly. No, no issue with there. With Julio Jones there, he's got, you know, again, one of the best quarterbacks, fantasy-wise, in the league, throwing the ball to him, who, the, between the two of them, you know, uh, the Falcons did not win a lot of games last year. Right. Didn't even make the playoffs. So I think both of them are going to come in renewed this year to make a difference. Le'Veon Bell at number seven? Um, yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, he's got a, an excellent, uh, in my opinion, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league in Sam Darnold. He's got, they're going to have a wide-open offense with Adam Gase calling plays, and Le'Veon Bell's got, uh, you know, he wants to prove that the Jets acquiring him uh, and paying him all that money was justified. Christian McCaffrey, number eight. Um, yeah, I, I have no issue with that either. I, I, you could put, you know, a number of guys in there, but, you know, versatility-wise, fantasy-wise, he's uh, he, as good as anybody in that slot. Odell Beckham at number nine, I think that's probably higher than you would put him, right? Far higher than I would put him. I'd put Joe Mixon up in there and because um, uh, I think the youth is on Joe Mixon's side. He's got, uh, you know, um, an offense, I think, that is getting ready to explode with him as the focal point. And, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I think Tyree Kill could even move up into that spot. Yeah, I've got him at 13. I've got Deshaun Watson at number 10, my second quarterback in the top 10. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Uh, but I, I think, uh, mm, you know, um, Deshaun Watson, I think, is, you know, as you said, he's your number 10 player, number two quarterback. I think I would put him right, uh, you know, maybe a little further down, but probably my second overall pick, or not second overall quarterback taken as well. Yeah, 11 and 12, I've got uh, Juju followed by James Conner. And uh, I, you know, I think Conner is a top six running back. I think Juju uh, is a top uh, six wide receiver. Both of them are. Uh, that's why I got them both. Just coincidence, they're both Steelers, huh? Yeah, and they're back-to-back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like to have them. Actually, on one league, I do have them. But, right. Uh, then I have Tyreek Hill at number 13, Devontae Adams, we already discussed. And then I dropped Todd Gurley. I know that, you know, and I, I was really, you know, I didn't really want to drop Todd Gurley that far. I, uh, and it goes just back to the issue we've already talked about. I just don't trust uh, – um, yeah, I get the, it. The non-injury thing, and like well, I said, as a re- long-time reporter, I don't trust anything that comes out of out of anybody's mouth that man uh, from head coach on up. You know, I uh, noticed you don't have any Chicago Bears anywhere on here. Wait a second. Yeah, I do. Do you? Yeah. Well, you, you twenty-eight. Don't... David Montgomery. Oh yeah, you slipped <laughs> one in there when no one was looking. Well, we're right about that part of the draft where I wouldn't mind putting in Mitchell Trubisky and pairing him up with Allen Robinson. 
because I think the two of them are going to. Do you ever talk about anybody but the, but the Bears? I do. Oh, okay. Every now I respond to your <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers picks all over the place. I notice you don't talk about the Lions that much. <laughs> there's not a lot to talk about with them this year. Other than defensively, I think they'll be all right. I think offensively, there's not a lot there this year. Well, I look at, uh, I've dropped, um, I've got Joe um, Mixon down at 16, but Aaron Rodgers, I have down at number 17. You think that's fair? Mm, you think he should be higher? I do, yeah. yeah. I think he's... I think he will be in most leagues. I just I just think there's more talent ahead of him that, that needs to be taken. Well, I'm, that's, everyone's got their own opinions, you know, before the draft, and not everyone's going to take Aaron Rodgers, you know, just where I would or, or maybe more you would. So I think Andrew Luck... Um, uh, you, I have a number you've got 20. Number 20. Mm -hmm. I think that could be a little low, although, um, you know, the one thing he's got right now, I don't think we're going to see him play at all. This yeah, I know. Season. The calf injury seems to be uh, dragging him out. Right. It's a calf, right? It, it's calf slash ankle slash, yeah. I don't, no one's really saying. Yeah. So, um, like I said, but not I, I trusting think anybody above head coach. He had a phenomenal year last year. He doesn't run the ball for any significance, didn't score touchdowns, run the ball or anything, but, you know, obviously wins games, and they are, you know, a, a lot of people's pick to go deep into the playoffs and potentially even be uh, appear in the Super Bowl. Well, I have Mel Gordon at number 18, David Johnson at number 19. Gordon, that low because of the contract situation. Johnson, that low just because so many years in the NFL, uh, you, you start to, you know, yeah, well, I, I think Melvin Gordon, I would agree that he's going to be up there. David Johnson, I would not have him in my top 30 at all, mm -hmm. uh, not because he's not a good running back or, or an ex exceptional running back, but just I think I think he was unmotivated last year. Yeah. Just he's not going to be more motivated And I, I, don't, I don't think that motivation is going to get sparked this year by Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. And I don't think that um, – and, and, and Kyler Murray has not shown yet in the preseason that he's justified of being the number one overall pick. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I don't see that. I, I think Matt Ryan, you've got him at 22. Right after I, Drew Brees, right? Yeah, I would put Matt Ryan much higher up this list. And, uh, you know, uh, on, on, a, on a very questionable uh, team last year, he threw for almost 5,000 yards and was very productive despite not throwing behind a great offensive line. Mm. So I think they've made some adjustments offensively. I think he's going to have a much better year. Uh, you know, uh, Amari Cooper, I think you've got him at 25. I right. see him having a much better year. He was only with the Cowboys for, what, uh, nine? A few games, yeah. Nine well, little, games yeah, or something like yeah. that. So, yeah, I think now that he's going to have a full off season of working with Dak Prescott, the two of those guys are going to, you know, um, I think at least double what they did last year, if not more. And I've got them right there with Adam Thielen, who I think they're, I think they're similar. And right after Nick Chubb, who uh, is another running back who I pushed down uh, quite a bit. Too. Oh, wait. You do have a Bears group on here, the defense. Oh, well, yeah. They, they, uh, <laughs> like, you know, I thought you were talking about individual players. Yeah, of I, course. I, number 26. Right, right. And you usually don't pick a, a defense in the top 30. Right. You know, so that's, right. that's you know, give me some, so, give so me is some this respect really here. The, Take away the crap and give me some well, respect Well, hold on. Here. Is this really a legitimate pick then at number 26? I is think that it too is. high? No, I, I think it's right in right in the money. Right. I, I, I would figure that's 26. So that's, they're going to get start of the third they're going to get roughly how many points a game fantasy wise? I think they'll probably get about 12 to 14, which is, you know, uh, I, I think 
if you don't take them there, you're stuck with a team that's going to get four, five, six points a game. Mm -hmm. So I think you're talking a difference of maybe eight points a game if you take the Bears' defense, you know, uh, over, you know, an, another defense. And yeah. if you don't take the Bears' defense in the second or third round, you're not going to get them. Yeah. It's like if you don't take Patrick Mahomes in the first round, you're not going to get him. So, you know, if you want a quarterback in the first round, you better take Patrick Mahomes. And in most fantasy um, um, basic leagues, I see most guys are going no quarterbacks in the top 12, you know, or even longer. And I'm saying, no, you know, I, I disagree with that totally. But I think the Bears defense at 26. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I think that uh, Chuck Pagano, who's coming in and placed Vic Fangio as the defensive coordinator, uh, you know, he's got a great cast to walk into. And I, everything I've heard there in Chicago is that they love what Chuck Pagano has brought mm -hmm. to that uh, defensive squad. So, yeah, I can see them. You know, they, they lucked out last year health-wise as a team yeah. and defensively too. So the one thing that uh, is sort of up in the air this year is can they repeat that situation as a team and defensively? So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Well, I, I mean, if, if Khalil Mack were to go mm -hmm. down in week two with a – who knows, you know, compound fracture of his lower leg, then that could be an issue for the Bears' defense right. as a whole. I, I snuck Ben in there at number 27. Of course you did. We've already talked about that, so I won't even go. <laughs> we'll skip that one. Montgomery at uh, number 28. Way uh, too low. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I just think he's, he's not going to go that high because he's uh, maybe in dynasty leagues, he's going to go top five. Uh, I, but I think in, in standard leagues, uh, he's, he's going to go in, in the, in the – Well, I think, as you mentioned, he's got a great opportunity to become the rookie of the year because I think guaranteed he's going to rush for over 1,000 yards. Mm -hmm. See him being a 1,200-yard back rushing the ball and receiving the ball, there's no – you know, they love to spread teams out. Yeah. Screen, screens they do great with in Chicago. They could put him out and match him up against the linebacker. Uh, there's a lot they can do with uh, David Montgomery, so I think – you know, he could combine for upwards of 16, 1,700 yards. Rounding out the top 30, Kirk Cousins at number 29, and the only tight end in the top 30, George Kittle. Wow, look at you. So I guess Travis Kelsey is still floating around out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I see him going early in, this, in the next round after that. I, I, I think that uh, Kittle, um, I believe he's younger. I think he's now Garofalo's back. I think he's going to have... Um, Garofalo is sort of back. Well, whoever is going to be there is going to be better than what they had last year. Let's put it that way. Well, I think, they, I think the guys they had weren't too bad. Uh, C.J. Beathard and what's the other guy? Uh, Marion? Did I got it right? Talking about quarterbacks? Quarterbacks for San Francisco. You can't remember who he is, and no. it doesn't matter. <laughs> it mattered enough that he played well enough. So, And Garoppolo the other day, I think he had a very forgettable uh, second preseason game. So, therefore... I wouldn't put George Kittle in the top 30. You'd put Kelsey ahead. Who's got a better quarterback thrown to him than Travis Kelsey? That's true. I understand that. I just think that Ke uh, Kelsey's guaranteed to get, I don't know, six to seven to eight catches a game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he had 10 touchdowns last year. So I don't see why. Uh, that's, a, that's a tough combination to beat. Mm -hmm. And with, and again, you got Mahomes only in his, what's going to be his second year starting. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a coin flip. I really do. And, I mean, I, I had Kelsey sort of up there, and I went with Kittle uh, just because I think, I think talent-wise, Kittle yeah. is as good as Kelsey. But I think Kelsey's got a better quarterback throwing to him. 
We're going to have to wait and see. I, you know, I mean, you're putting a lot, uh, I think, uh, also uh, on Mahomes, and, I, and rightfully so. I'm not disagreeing with you there. Well, you know, tight ends are tight ends. I mean, you know, um, in, in fantasy, if a tight end gets five, six catches a game, if he gets 75 yards, 60 yards, that, that, that's a good day. Yeah. You know, uh, some of these guys are going to, you know, I mean, to get anything over that consistently is almost unheard of. And, and a lot of times you're going to get one or two catches for five yards. You know, depending on, you know, how, how it all works out. Well, that's that, but I did want to do a quick um, look at uh, just a, a quick rundown. I'm going to name off some names of some of the rookies who are uh, having good camps. And I just want to throw out some names, uh, guys you might want to consider, especially if you are in a dynasty league. Uh, Debo Samuel, uh, Irv Smith Jr., Miles Sanders, uh, McCall Hardiman. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, who we discussed. Noah Fant lo is looking really good. Uh, Nikhil Harry, who we discussed. Uh, Jalen Hurd. Uh, David Montgomery, who we've discussed uh, quite often, quite a bit. Um, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, you're welcome, too. Yeah, Terry McLaurin. <laughs> uh, also, Justice Hill. Uh, people are raving about Justice Hill, the running back for the Ravens, uh, who has just had uh, a really strong uh, spring or preseason. Uh, Tony Pollard getting some, getting some uh, reviews. Hunter Renfro is looking pretty good. And Darwin Thompson also uh, getting uh, some looks. So those are some of the uh, rookies, if you're in a dynasty league, that you may want to uh, take a look at. So your fantasy draft, um, you have it. There it is, this week's Fantasy Football Podcast. Join us for upcoming uh, Tuesday night for a look at the upcoming NFL games. We'll post that late Tuesday night. We'll uh, record it on Tuesday and uh, get you all ready for Thursday in the opening week of the NFL. You can find us on radio.com mobile app. Libsyn, and wherever you get your podcasts. The easiest way, however, though, is to just go to our website, that's kramerandbrill.com, podcast listed on the podcast page, or you can find them by going right at the top of the homepage where you see Eric pointing to some other players off the field. Uh, just click on that. It says uh, click on here for the latest podcast. That'll take you to our podcast uh, site with Libsyn, and you'll see all the podcasts listed there. You can listen to the older ones as well as the new ones, uh, the preview shows. And check it out, kramerandbrill.com, and you can reach us by uh, the way uh, via the contact page. For Eric Kramer, I'm Bob Brill. Join us next time for Kramer and Brill, a fantasy football podcast.